A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. The Archers at its core is a drama about relationships and their arcs. This week we received an email about a friendship that was forged through listening to the goings-on in Ambridge. From Suyin Jordan. I just heard about the death of my dear friend today. She was the person who introduced me to the Archers 28 years ago. I was a newcomer to England and had been invited to her home for a weekend by her son Robert. We were both training to be nurses at the Bristol and Western School of Nursing. Fran was an amazing person who introduced me to the Omnibus Edition. She was instrumental as was the archers in me overcoming the culture shock I was experiencing at the time. I was originally from Malaysia and learnt a lot about English life through Fran and the archers. I'm having a sad day. Fran had been a nurse and she brought much love and joy into the life of others. We shared many great interests from cooking, knitting and crafting. She took me mushrooming or enormous field mushrooms and taught me how to make bramble jelly. We scrambled all over Devon and Cornwall in search of free food, from slows to mussels. Hello, this is Mary. I'm not contrary on Twitter. And this is Alison Nossilla on Twitter. And we're here in Toronto. We've had some very nice gin and tonics. And we're going to see you at Dumpty Dum. We are. And I'm trying not to hiccup. Dumpty 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 Dum. Dumpty Dumpty Dum. Dumpty 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 Dum. Dumpty Diddly Dum. Dumpty Diddly Dum. Diddly Dum. Diddly Dum. This is Dumpty Dum, the show about the reality docudrama that is centred on Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I'm the sturdy oak that is Robert Wilson. With me I have the groaning sapling with Tracy Horribin dangling from it that is... Lucy Freeman. And the last part of the world's most peculiar party, folks, is you. This week's Dumpty Dum is from Mary Not Contrary and Nosilla in Toronto. Lucy, if someone wants to send us a Dumpty Dum, how can they do that? 
If you would like to sing us a Dumpty Dum, leave us a plot prediction or make the most mundane things in the world sound tragic by following them with the words, it's what she would have wanted. Then call <laughs> us on 02030313105 or leave us a message on SpeakPipe. Thanks to Cosmo for his podcast roundups and for doing the Dumpty Dogs, for Angela for her brilliant contribution, Shambridge for her brilliant voices and to Derek Sloan of the brilliant back bedroom. He's not very popular at the moment, as Tracy landed on him when she fell out of the tree. She put her back out and he strained his incredulity. Oh, well, only needs that for next week, doesn't he? <laughs> on this week's episode, we have views from Witherspoon, who thinks Alice might need the AA. And I th- think that's Alcoholics Anonymous and not the breakdown service, although from recent experience, they could both be the same. Blythe <laughs> Spirit, who thinks Emma's doomed. Abby, who can foresee trouble with the smithy or trouble in the smithy. And Goddess Diva, who thinks it was a smolder and not a spark. But first, let's brace ourselves for Lucy B. Freeman's Week in Ambridge. <laughs> seem to be mostly awash with confusion about what the phrase don't tell anyone means. Alistair <laughs> tells Anisha in confidence about his murky past and she immediately tells Rex. Oliver tells Justin he's thinking of seeing gay of selling gay grables. Within two seconds Justin has told Brian who says he's going to tell Peggy. What is this in the fifth at Mallory Towers? <laughs> but it's true Oliver is selling gay grables. It's what Caroline wouldn't have wanted. It is either going to be turned into the Bates Motel or a spudgy like. Something classy anyway. Anyway, mysterious Marion, who runs the little chef on the bypass, was shown around Gay Grables by Linda while Oliver followed on behind, sobbing and blowing his nose on the tablecloths. He cheered up, though, when Marion said she liked what he'd done with his entrance. It all got a bit confusing as Linda said she was being Roy, Roy was being Kathy, and tonight, Matthew, Kathy was going to be Bananarama. Over at Bridge Farm, I'm not saying Susan's obsessed, but she has started calling her youngest grandchild Kefira. <laughs> Oliver told Shula... It's what Caroline would have wanted Hebden Lloyd that he would tell the staff that he was showing Marion round as gay grables was an example of best practice. Dear God, best practice. <laughs> no Ferrets cantering through the corridors, Linda reading Tropic of Cancer on reception, Roy racially abusing any of the guests that are vaguely tanned, the health club being run by the invisible woman and a discontented eco-warrior counting the flip-flops making sure there's an even number. Anyway, the mature Oliver has stuffed the deal with the sensitive Marion because he wanted to keep everything the same as it was in Caroline's time. Caroline, who loved it so much, she fucked off to Italy the first chance she got as she couldn't get away from it fast enough. He wants the same room names, same layout, same bread rolls. So he approached the oleaginous Justin instead, who said, Righto, I've got pigs and horses on a farm, so I'll get a hotel. It's like he's playing rural Monopoly. I bet he's a bloody iron. Jennifer's got big platters, apparently. Adam was outraged and huffed away like Thomas the Tank Engine because Brian has agreed to spend 70 gazillion pounds on a wall-mounted crop squirter or something. Without checking with anyone. I couldn't check with you, Adam. You were too busy with the soft fruit, said Brian. I've never heard that as an excuse for not doing something. Leave me alone! I'm overwhelmed with raspberries! Anyway, then Adam um, became even more sad as one of his fields is underperforming. It doesn't do anything, it just sits there. No work ethic. I should get a Polish field and it'll do the work in half the time as long as it can cope with the local lads shouting rude things at it. (laughs) The rumour being touted by everyone 
uh, this means Susan, that Oliver was down to his last Range Rover was proved false, possibly by Oliver saying, I've got money, it's just in the wrong bank. I've got lots of money too, it's just in someone else's account, probably. Uh, Anisha told Matt to stick his horsey checkups. She seemed to be chatting with him in the Palace of Versailles, judging by the amount of door banging that was going on. They each banged about three doors each. And in the long tradition of Ambridge families deciding that the only thing to deal with a huge family schism is to have a huge family party on the grounds that'll make everything far, far worse, Chris Carter and Alice had a party. It was the usual surrealist shambles. Susan was in a bad mood as she'd got into trouble with Pat for nipping home in a lunch out to fiddle with her kefir. She told Alice she was entirely behind her on this housing thing. I think yobbo scum like you and Ed should have a house, love. Tracy started twerking on Ronnie. Ed and Alice seemed to be getting on slightly too well, but as we're not going to develop that storyline until later on in the year, we were distracted by Alice's incomprehensible decision to climb a tree. The next scene revealed Tracy climbing a tree. We were supposed to think Alice was drunk, but she seemed to be not so much drunk as completely and utterly insane. It was all (laughs) completely potty, and the whole bewildering thing ended with Alice falling out of a tree after shouting at Tracy to be a gibbon and Emma yanking on her Thomas Hardy bonnet yet again. She's now got this Thomas Hardy thing so ingrained that she sees disasters where there aren't any. Actually, jumping out of a tree is not funny because you could have landed on Chris and my poor dear parents would be standing sobbing at his deathbed. Or you could have landed on Ed, who is my feckless husband. And if he was dead, then me and my seven children would be out in the snow and I would be forced to eat Holly, my sound effect dog. (laughs) But we ended the week in the best way ever. With Adam catching naughty Lillian, well, she wasn't actually doing anything. She was crying, fundamentally, as one snog with Matt had reminded her how much fun it was kissing a bloke who didn't take his teeth out first. (laughs) Goodbye, tiger, she said as she trotted up the corridor on her kitten heels, adjusting her spanks and wiping her eyes. But it's all right, though, because although the Wally on reception accidentally told Adam... He's really good at keeping... Uh, oh. Well, anyway, mm. goodbye, Tiger. My ass. He'll be back. The end. <laughs> oh, well, that's cheered me up this week. It's been, bit, it's been a bit fraught for me so far. It's the late record, as in it's an early record time of day. But, you know, bank holidays always, always, always put me out of sorts. I don't know why. I don't know what day it is or whether I'm Arthur or Martha or coming or going. <laughs> is it like that... That weird bit between Christmas and New Year when everyone loses track of what day it is completely and everyone just wanders around going, is it still Wednesday? Because no one yes. knows what's happening. Yes. It's a bit like, I always thought, <laughs> May. Um, let's stay topical. <laughs> May is worse for me. Because there's <laughs> oh, two bloody bank holidays. Yes. And we don't have them off where I work because we have students and they still have to write and read and whatever whatever they do. And so we don't have it. But everyone else has had uh, Everyone else is buggering off wherever and doing bank holiday things and it just leaves me completely dazed and confused so i do not approve of bank holidays well quite, those of us that get them like them. Work at home. i know freelance don't get bank holidays do they no i no. guess no or sick pay or anything pay really no so yes sounds like great. sounds like you, you should be talking to jeremy corbyn about his uh <laughs> policy or emma i'm sure she'd have a view on it she's got a view on every other bloody thing um, what did you think of that party then? Oh, it, well, I've been to more raucous parties in my time, Lucy. But, um, yeah, hang on, though. I have climbed trees when I've been at parties and I have done silly things. So, have you? But, You've yeah, it, a tree. you're right. It, it is that um, 
they seem to just create these parties just to create even bigger family rifts or yeah. ways of 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 pouring salve on them i suppose and it's all a little bit contrived well it's I like think. it's it's like something that's on a light simmer when you have a party it's like putting it under a you know a wok flame isn't it and then just watch yeah, it all well, burst into oh. into you know everything everything sort of roars into life and 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 then is the sparks everywhere and everybody's shouting and you know yeah well uh, you know a couple of pints of tequila a couple of pints of tequila a couple of pints of <laughs> pinot grigio i nearly let that one out of the bag there didn't i <laughs> <clears throat> More of that later with Witherspoon, I imagine. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just I, I enjoyed Tracy actually. There, I, I used to think have, Tracy was annoying, but she, it's when she said, "Oh, don't don't let Jennifer come over and talk to me because she wanted to talk to me about books or something like that." <laughs> and, you think, and I've been at parties like that. I, I'm usually the person that wants to talk about books, but <laughs> while the Tracy Horribins run away screaming. <laughs> I yes. think it's a that was slightly less bad than some of the b- 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 young people enjoying themselves episodes we've had that have just been so cringy that you get they're practically unbearable to listen to. Um, yeah, well, Alice did sound like she'd been at Anisha's Gladstone bag, didn't she? She really, but, she didn't sound drunk. She just did sound absolutely. Nuts. I think she'd been to the dentist and then taken some of those horse tranquilizers yes. tranquilizers ketamine or something but then she said i'm just thinking what i'm going to do next and i thought Ugh, no you're you, not love you, you're, <laughs> you're not thinking at all i would edge away from you know if if alice came up next to you on the tube platform you wouldn't you wouldn't stand there comfortably you'd think she's quite capable of just chucking me under this for a laugh <laughs> just to see what happens you know bonkers um let's go to the caller inners because yeah. uh there's a couple who have said what i have been thinking this week but much better so listen to them okay. instead of me hello hambridge 3962 so let us start with with a spoon actually Okay. Greetings, Lucy, Naked Yoko Bear, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. It's Witherspoon and Angus Haggis here. As it's a bank holiday for you this weekend, and one for us next weekend, Angus wants to throw a party. But he definitely wants to have it in a place with some big trees to clamber up and a fish pond to wade in. We also have to invite some really cool people like Tracy Harbin. Actually, I'm quite concerned about our wedding planning, arbor climbing, blackout experiencing, aerospace turned mechanical engineer, Alice. This isn't the first time she's had too much to drink and has wreaked some havoc. New Chris, who sounds a lot like a young Roy, covered for her. If he continues to do this, we would call that enabling. I don't think that it's coincidental that the scriptwriters have planted a couple of random booze-induced behavioral excesses by Alice. It's like she feels constrained by the cloak of being the good and smart daughter who does everything for everyone, and her binge drinking allows her to break out of this role. So Alice... You also need to take a seat in my waiting room. If your drinking worsens, a 12-step program and sobriety may be necessary. Now, I promised myself that I will not bring up Matt. I will not bring up Matt. I will not bring up Matt. Except to say he's scum. I'll now turn the microphone back to you. 
Talk to you all soon. Um... Scum. <laughs> Matt is scum. <laughs> but I quite like scum. <laughs> it's good. Because I, I made roast dinner at the weekend, and the scum around the top of the gravy when you're making it is, is extra delicious. Um, <laughs> I think I get this strong impression mm. that, um, that that there is going to be... Yeah, that there is Ed, some... Ed and Emma, yes. There's something bubbling under. Ed and Emma. I think Abby from Brighton talks about that next. But Witherspoon sort of... Alice breaking out every chance she gets. Hang on a minute, Abby from Brighton. Isn't that isn't that Toby's ex? <laughs> she Why is sounds she very him? well. No wonder she's got a sore throat. Um, mm. She. <laughs> what? <I> th- <laughs> well, she's, oh my god! She's not very well, is she? Mm. I I think there is definitely we're heading for a big storyline with Alice and Chris. Yeah, she'll get tipsy, um, fall out of a tree, onto. Ed, who's <laughs> underneath his tractor without any trousers on, changing the sump or something like that. And that's what's going to happen. It's quite tricky to fall on someone who's already underneath the tractor. You'd have to fall onto the tractor, flatten it, and then, yes. Anyway, um, right. I, that, I think that's more Tracy's style than Alice. But I think that whether or not we're going to have some ridiculous story about young people's drinking habits or something, I do hope not. But... Um, there is this Alice need... isn't that young, though, is she? No, I sp- no, she's uh, she's thirty-ish now, isn't she? I just think that the... <laughs> she's practically in her dotage. To be honest, she's wheeling herself well, around yeah, on her mobility scooter. Bit old, bit of an old bag, isn't she? I just, she just sounded completely, absolutely off the rails and potty. And yeah. yes, Chris is kind of. Um, also, if somebody rang my work on my behalf without telling me, yes, I would absolutely go berserk. We get it sometimes. Um, oh, so and so's mum called to say that yeah, they can't come yeah. in. The, the only reason you do that is if you physically cannot get to the phone, yeah, or you are in A and E or something like that, because it just looks really bad. It you're you're an adult. Yeah, yeah, and and to. For him to just take it upon himself to lie, he didn't know how important that meeting was or anything. Oh. He's kind of got this weird semi-patronising attitude to her. but then that's Which is un- unusual for men in Ambridge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't know. There's something, there's something very odd in that whole dynamic. And um, she sort of sees him as a kind of a... A sort of a wandering vibrator, doesn't she? Really, I mean, that's yeah. she's she's that's he's just a sex object in his in his in his leather apron, uh, you know. Well, which what's is... bigger, his anvil or his dick? That's what I want to know. <laughs> but the... I know he bangs one louder than the other, but that's a different matter. <laughs> but sparks come out of one of them. I think there's. <laughs> oh my god! I think what a, that... what a thought. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's some, there's a very very odd dynamic there, and it's not sustainable. I don't think uh, yeah. it's a, it's it's kind of a lady. It was it was interesting in the beginning beginning because it was a bit of a sort of a lady chatted these lover type thing. Um, but as she sort of starts to feel this kind of um, claustrophobia, because basically With she's had all this talk. she's had all this training. She's been trained for everything. She could probably perform cardiac surgery because she's probably done a course in that at some point. Yeah. She's done everything. And now she's going to stay at home and have babies like 
Emma. That's uh, not going to happen. You know, and it's, it? it's not going to happen. And, um, and nor should it. She should tell no, him to bugger she, off. Yeah, well, he must have known that's what she was. But then he said that worrying thing about, oh, uh, Alice knows how important that is for me. But really? I think he's, the, yeah. They got he, married on a whim in Vegas. What the hell are I they know, talking about? I know, but he he thinks. I think he, he dr- thinks he's it's going to happen in the next year and she's going to be looking at the next decade and having a nanny and all the rest of it. Yeah. Big, and quite, you know, what the hell would be the point of Alice unless she actually did something with the with the 27 years of education and training that she's had? You know, yeah. She's, she's got to Women are not just baby-producing machines. Not <laughs> not to me, anyway. And they shouldn't be... And, no, and they shouldn't be in in... The archers, they have much more to offer than that. And that's Robert, not me Robert, being, Robert, you know. Robert, I think you might be mansplaining feminism. <laughs> Do you know what I was just about to say? <laughs> Stop me if I'm mansplaining <laughs> feminism. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh, I am a twonk, aren't I? <laughs> Let's I'm just virtue signalling, actually. Before... <laughs> I'm virtue signalling feminism. So there. <laughs> I really must get a less squeaky chair. <laughs> well, it sounded like you were you were you were putting something together on a black and decker workbench just now. So I don't know what you're doing. Um, Abby from Brighton now. Hello, Dumpty Dum. It's Abby from Brighton here at Much Ado Ambridge on the Twitters. Once again, sorry about my terrible sore throat. It just isn't going away. And as predicted, if I don't just carry on with life, then I'll fall silent forever. And other people may want that, but I don't. Um, I'm phoning with a long-term plot prediction after Alice and Chris's party. There is no way that Chris has been brought back if they aren't going to be a larger focus as a couple. And after him telling Emma how much he really wants children, can't wait to have a house full of kids, I think he said, I'm absolutely sure that there are going to be problems in that area. I don't think Alice is going to want children, at least not for a long time. She's far too busy being a lush and buggering up her job. And if she does want a child, she's certainly not going to want a house full of them, as Chris has said. There is a minor possibility we might instead have an IVF storyline. Have we had one of those? I can't remember one, but that's not to say there hasn't been. But I think it's going to be a difference between them in who wants what in the way of a family. Also, did anyone think that Ed and Alice were very flirty? This isn't the first time I've noticed this, and Emma has noticed as well. I can't remember. It was sometime around Alice's new job, I think. Um, I know that Alice likes a bit of rough, and I do think that somewhere there might be something between the two of them. On a side note, it's fab to hear Tracy back. I love her. She's such a great character. I've got such a clear mental image of her. I know exactly what she likes, what she wears. She's brilliant. It's so nice to hear her. More Tracy all the time, please. Um, That's all from me. I wish I could say I was drunkenly off to climb a tree, but I don't think that is the case. Instead, I think I might go and have a cough lozenge. Hope all of you are well and cheery bye. Abby, you and I are telepathic twins. I think exactly the same thing as you. I think that she will not want children at all, not for a long time. And I do think that there is definite, definite chemistry between. Yeah, well, Emma, because we've said we've said this um, before. Alice, you and Royshield yeah. did many moons yeah. ago that there was just mm, yeah. there's a little bit of a. And that's why Emma did all that ridiculous. Yeah, well, yeah, you could you could actually have killed him. And all that ridiculous teenage because oh, basically it was, it was she, Emma that was yeah. a bit 
a bit jealous, wasn't yeah. it? And of course, Alice has form mm -hmm. as, you know, yep. as every member of the Aldridge family yep. uh, has form for all the male or the, mm -hmm. the, the pro progeny side for, you know, getting a bit bored and getting their leg over with someone else. So, uh, hmm. Yeah. I, I, yep, I'm convinced. I think Abby is right. Definitely. It's all being set up for us, isn't it? Yep. Um, Blythe Spirit. Hello, Dumpty Dum. Blythe Spirit calling. Well, I just wanted to follow up on a couple of things from last week um, about Emma and the affordable housing. I'm sure that Claire Asprey is the expert on this. She will, she will know a hell of a lot more than I will. But surely it's important to draw a distinction between social housing and affordable housing because... When it comes to new developments, developers have no obligation to include social housing. More often than not, it's an offer to do affordable housing. But what we need to remember is that affordable does not necessarily mean, in real terms, actually affordable. And in many areas, affordable housing can cost as much as two, 250 to 300,000. I find it hard to believe that Ed and Emma will ever get a house on this new estate. They can barely scrape together the rent or, you know, half the time or anything, you know, to to give their kids gifts. How on earth are they going to service a mortgage if they don't have that regular income? And as Lucy very um, pertinently pointed out, you need three years worth of accounts, audited accounts in order to actually achieve that. Um, another thing that I wanted to follow up on um, is the discussion that we've had in the past about people not calling other characters on egregious behaviour. I'm really liking the sea change that's happening at the moment because Susan is being particularly vile and Clary is actually just starting to express her dissatisfaction with it and she is calling her on it as well. I'm, I'm really pleased with that and I'm hoping that's a general trend that's going to carry on for the future. Anyway, that's it from me. I'm going to have some hot lemon and honey because my voice is about to go. I hope everyone's at, well out there in Dumpty Dum land and hope to speak to you again soon. Cheers now. Bye. Absolutely. I completely agree. Affordable is in context. If all the houses in um, affordable housing is within the context of the housing that's already available, isn't it? And if yep. if the houses in, in, in uh, Ambridge are, you know, like the houses in most British villages, they are completely out of the reach of most of the people that work in that village. Um, so I don't, I agree. I don't think Emma is ever going to get, uh, well, if this is going the way it looks like it's going, if, mm -hmm. if Ed is going to, sorry, I haven't thought this through at all. If so Ed, Ed goes off with Alice. Yeah. Or has a fling and Ed and Emma split up then maybe Emma's house... She can house... get one from the council, can't she? <laughs> and not do another day's work in her life. that's what they do, you know, yeah. these girls. They just get themselves pregnant because, oh, because they want some grotty room in a bed and breakfast. Yes. Anyway, um, I... There's many a pub argument <sighs> contesting that. Yeah, some, yeah. some people actually do think that know, teenagers yeah. go out and get up the duff yeah. just so, so they can... Yeah. Up the duff, I can only apologise. Get pregnant just so they, they can get... I think you find the correct term is up the, the clangor. That's Nonsense. the dumpty dum term, up the clangor. Sorry, I interrupted you. I'm getting very political here. I haven't had, I've been away for three weeks. I haven't had a chance to, to express my spleen. views. Yeah, to speak um, at my public. You see, maybe, maybe Emma will marry Oliver or Justin 
and she'll end up in the dower house. I would love that. Emma marrying Oliver. Mm. No, I was just thinking it would be a lovely twist if all of a sudden Emma kind of outdid everybody and like went off with Brian Aldridge or something. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Suddenly ended up as the, the, the Chatelaine of, you know, um, of, of the dower house or something. Marvellous. Well, um, the, the story is the house story is going to go somewhere, but it, these stories never go the way that we no, expect them to go. No. Where it's going to go, I don't know. But um, yeah, they're, well, they're not going to be able what, to get Emma the support. Emma is getting very, very bloody boring about it. Yeah, but I mean that happens with lots of characters. I mean, her mother and the bleeding kefir. <laughs> I mean, I was. I, I was periscoping uh, <laughs> as I was waiting for you. I don't do it very often. I was saying that I, I think they should have, because they were making face creams. Yeah. What about shaving cream? Because I need, I need a bit of a trim. Beard oil. There's, That's very of... big, isn't it? Beard kefir. Beard kefir, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm Ooh. not sure I want anything. Yes, I've just thought about how heart. that would look. That's not good. <laughs> it would look like I'd be yes, letting, it would. letting yes. those horses too yeah. closely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goddess Diva now Hello Dumpty Dum, Goddess Diva here Just ringing in to say that I'm In a very lovely hotel in Liverpool Having been to meet gorgeous husband's Grandmother Who is the reason Brexit happened But anywho, less about that More about Lillian, what are you doing Oh Lillian This is all going to be construed wrongly isn't it Um Adam's going to gossip because he can really afford to gossip, having kept it in his pants all the time he's been married to Ian. Oh, wait. She was just saying goodbye. She was just saying goodbye. It's an end of an era. They were together a very long time, and they were a partnership. And there was a little bit of that spark. I don't think it means anything. I think she will go on and marry Justin and know that she's done the right thing. But he had to say goodbye to her tiger, and he had to say goodbye to Puscat. And at the end of the day, she walked out when she needed to walk out and nothing happened. It was just, it was just goodbye for all they once were. It was a little bit sweet, actually. I just wanted to give Lillian a cuddle and a gin. But there you go. Right, I'm off to spend the afternoon watching crap films and laughing because that's what being happy is all about. All right, speak to you all later. Got to see them out. We haven't talked about naughty, naughty Matt and Lillian, have we? No, we haven't. It, this is all going to go wrong, isn't it? And this is all going to get massively blown up out of proportion. Yep, that's what it's there for. I mean, like you said, there's nothing in it. I mean, there was just, there was a bit of an awkward embrace. There I were, was there a kiss? There, was a, there the... was a kiss, wasn't there? There was a kind of a slurpy noise, which either was that, either a tenor lady was a bursting a or it was a kiss. A hummus pot <laughs> thing coming out. <laughs> She wanders around the corridors and gay grables holding a pot of hummus. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. And then I, my favourite sound effect of the week was Lillian trotting off in a, and it sounded like she had kind of flip floppy things. Well, I'm, you know, had these little shoes mules, on the, mules, down yes. the down the corridor. And you think, hang on, this is. Most hotels have carpet yeah. in the corridor, <laughs> so you can't hear people tramping past. So. They, they, they haven't thought that through. But anyway, I, I did like that sound effect. We should introduce a feature of sound effect of the week. I think it used to be done, didn't it? Something similar. But that that's gets that gets my vote. Well, we've never had anyone week. falling out of a tree before. That was quite exciting. 
No, but we've had them falling out. She jumped out of the tree. She, she went, jumped, yeah. I am Superwoman. Yay. Yeah. Boom. Like that. I don't think she actually fell, did she? No, sadly. <laughs> I did notice that after it happened, Twitter was full of people going, oh, she's unhurt. <laughs> people were Hashtag holding gorilla out a broken yes. neck at the very least, I think. <laughs> well, it would be nice. I, I am of the mind that most people in Ambridge should have their necks snapped. I've just I've become so intolerant of them. And, I, and this is starting from quite a high base as well. <laughs> Susan this week was awful. She's so horrible to Clary. Yes. Oh, this is... Oh, I've, I've got you this to try. It's for oily skin. Yeah. Fucking bitch. So yeah. I don't use that, phrase, that word very often, but I thought she... Because it's not nice. But she was. Yeah, she really... She really was. And, and um, you know, and especially after... After Emma had said, but you can't call it spotty skin, mum. You have to call... You can't tell people Sensitive. they've got oily skin, you know. And then she says to Clary... When she, Clary said, what's oleaginous? And she said, oily, with a really sort of relish. <laughs> oily. And then, and then she got really cross when Clary wouldn't cover for her, when she'd nipped home, when she'd been categorically told not to leave the dairy. Honestly, the way that woman survives, it, it's just, there's clearly no, Pat has got no idea about um, sort of... Uh, HR and all that sort of how do you, employee conduct has she she had the opportunity to sack her and get her to yeah. sling a hook many moons ago well she and... survived her and Clary have survived the bloody E. coli yeah they've survived Susan wrecking a three quarters of a million pound deal I think did, yeah. they, did they lose three quarters of a million or something in the end the final th- price no 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 that? I think it was, it was about 100 150 grand okay. which you know yeah. to bridge farm yeah with the amount of development money that's going into this mouldy yogurt they're yeah. making, keep them in potato soup for a bit longer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, and and then you know, being categorically told you are not allowed to leave, and then leaving, you know, it's just nuts. It's completely, completely mad. And and you know, and and her, the way that she was around Rob, you know, she was really pro Rob mm. when when everyone else was siding with with Helen, and you know, you just think if. But I wouldn't employ her. I just wouldn't employ her. Full stop. She's a she's an absolute liability. But she just she's like nightmare. Teflon. She doesn't. It's like she's got something massive all over them. Oh dear. I do, oh, she just has really annoyed me, and I just <laughs> I I want her to get some kind of comeuppance because she never really gets but she went what to she deserves. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> I forget that. I want her to go to prison, but in Turkey. <laughs> a man's prison in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with stocks. You know, the kind that they bury you up to your neck in sand and then cover your face in kefir and let the insects at you. That kind of prison. And then to be, be licked by a very cow. very good gut health. Do you know what? <laughs> I've actually bought some kefir. Have you? I have. I have put it on my list for my supermarket delivery because I want to try it and see if it does taste like brain soaked in milk or whatever it was she said it tasted like. Well, I think you need to do a live tasting okay. next week. All right. Then it'll be me making all the slurpy noises. Mm. Um, that's it, I think. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Selling a little? 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Royfield here. Just thought I'd jump in to tell you that this Friday, on Friday 15, we have Charlotte Martin, aka Susan Carter, who speaks at length about being a voice actor. So if you want to um, learn a little bit about her world, her love of black and white photography and psychology, tune in to Friday 15 this Friday. Bake Off is back on your TV this week, albeit on a new channel and with new presenters, so it's good to know there's one thing you can rely on, and that is Cat and Mim with their soggy bottoms. Go to iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. And remember, to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message via SpeakPipe on the website or call 0203 031 3105. That's 0203 031 3105 to leave a message. Ah well, there was some good caller inners this week. I, uh, it's nice to it's nice to have the old friends back. I have yes. to say. Well, I suppose we'd better uh, poke Sir Yokel Bear in the ribs and get him to do our Facebook. Oh, no, hang on, he's now called Naked Yokel Bear. Because did you notice Witherspoon meant to say Royfield Lucy, Naked Fingers, and Yokel Bear, and he said Royfield Lucy and Naked Yokel Bear. <laughs> well, Maybe that was a Freudian slip. I don't know. What's going well, on? That's the party I'd certainly like to go to. (laughs) Anyway, Mr. Naked Yokel Bear, please do the Facebooks for us. Hello, Dumb to Dumb, it's Yokel Bear here calling with the social media roundup. Starting on the forum this week, and Cosmo has posted about Alice and Chris, um, describing Alice as fun-loving party girl and Chris as staid slipper-wearing Chris. Mm. 
Don't like the sound of that, Cosmo. I'll, I'll lay my cards on the table here. I am Team Chris. I love Chris. And I will fight anyone who disagrees with how brilliant Chris is. Um, I'm stripped to the waist and ready. Um, but no, so where they have affairs or something like that, seven-year itch? Um, well, possibly, yes. Um, Helen Sharp says, has Alice become the alcohol-dependent storyline? Which I think after the party this week, yeah, I think you might have a point also on the forum our own dusty substances is speculating seems surprised that um there are trees and fish ponds at the party uh, and refuses to believe it but as glimful love says given the estate is probably on the home farm estates uh trees seem reasonable enough and you can just see chris putting in a fish pond yes because chris is lovely and we all love chris and he will put in a lovely fish pond so i i agree with glenn there um there's also a post by Joe she- uh, Shewan. Um, hands up, he thinks Max, uh, Matt will unearth a shady secret from Manisha's past. Uh, kleptomaniac, ex-drug addicted gambler, who knows? Yeah, I think he really is up to something, isn't he? Um, and there's also a really brilliant post by Miss Bubbles um, about what happens um, with Grange Farm and the Grundies in the future. Go and have a look at that. And talking of which, we had a few predictions about the future of Grey Gables. Um, Louise Norton says it's going to be sold, converted into luxury apartments, selling for upwards of a million, i.e. not for the likes of us, as Emma would say. And hasn't Emma been brilliant? Um, um, Glenn Dayafter says uh, Oliver goes down the road selling it to a corporate chain. Um, everyone loses their jobs, and the, but uh, worried about losing their jobs. And at the last minute, Justin steps in and saves the day, and everyone is grateful to Justin. Um, Al Williams says Hazel buys it. Oh God, no, not Hazel. Um, we also had a bit of a <laughs> we also had a bit of a discussion about Kafir and. I'm a bit bored with hearing about Kafir, to be honest with you. Margaret McKay agrees with me and says, you're not alone. Um, it's even more boring, if it's possible, than Helen and her manky prize-winning cheese. Um, but other people liked it. Um, Jennifer Radford says, I love Kafir. Now my two passions have come together. It almost makes me like Tom. Almost. Now, steady on there, Jennifer. Let's not go too far, eh? Um... And also, we had a bit of a talk about Brian, about how he always seems to do Adam down, really, doesn't he? There's a lot of speculation, actually. Tom Williams and others said it... Uh, Tom Williams, and I think a lot of other people said something similar. It wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't shock me if old-fashioned Brian still has a deep-seated mistrust of Adam because of his fancy modern sexuality. Um, yeah, I think there's a bit of that, but I think it's also a bit of a control freakery as well, isn't it? Uh, Leslie Greaves says, Brian's doing his King Lear thing, giving it away but wanting to maintain control. Yeah, um, I think that's right as well. Um, we also talked about the party, and would you invite Tracy Horobin to your party? Um, Gerard Pearson says, we have a Tracy Horobin in my village, and she turns up to parties whether she's invited or not. Yeah, actually, in my experience, most villages have a Tracy Horobin. Um, but yeah, I thought she was great fun. Uh, we also asked, who would you invite to a party? Um, and, um... Kate Swift said, just Lillian and a crate of gin. Yay. Um, Ryan Schofield said, she'll be, uh, Tracy will be the first name on the list, along with Sabrina Thwaite. 
Adam and Alice would be banned as they suck any joy from any atmosphere. Uh, Martin van der de Heuvel says, uh, actually gone down the animal road here, Hilda, Bartleby and Ruby, that's how who he would um, invite. Um, other things just to, to remind people of is that there is a dum to dum meetup in Oxford uh, this coming Thursday at 6 o'clock in the St Aldate's Tavern. And the final thing I'm going to say, though even though by the time it's gone out it's, it would have happened, but if we've got any Game of Thrones fans, did you spot the Archer's connection in the series finale? Anyway, that's me with the social media roundup. Uh, bye! Thanks, Yoko Bear. I'm not going to call you naked, Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear? Oh, God. There's enough it's all gone really downhill now, hasn't it? Um, I am having a quiz on September the 8th, and you've all got to come to it, even those of you that live in Australia. It is in aid of refuge, and it will happen at the Rose of Crown, which is in, uh, which is in Walthamstow. And it's on the Victoria Line, and it starts at 7. And you can book by clicking on the Eventbrite link on our Twitter feed. You all keep telling me you're coming, but you're not booking up the tickets. So well, I've got the bloody tickets yes. now. And with their three quarters gone. So hurry up, all the people that said, oh, yes, I'm going to come to that, but I just haven't got around to clicking a button. Click the bloody button. Yes. Should now you've been now? told, just mm. go off and do it. Not just yet, because I've got to tell you about a Dumpty Dum meetup in Oxford. It's on the evening of the 31st of August, so this show may well come out in time, who knows. And it's at, it's at uh, the uh, St. Aldate's Tavern, it starts at about 6pm, and I will be making an, 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 an appearance. And I'd stumble there because it still says entirely naked. I won't be <laughs> entirely naked, I'll have a pot of kefir over my unmentionables. <laughs> Which happily bear a startling resemblance to a pot of kefir. So we There's can nothing do fermented a... down there, Lucy. I, <laughs> I, you must take that back. <laughs> um, if it's those tight underpants. If you oh, like... I forgot to mention, it's in the blue room upstairs. Ooh. Apparently, I've been told. That was a film, wasn't it? That was a, a play. Oh. With well. Nicole Kidman. And oh. she gets her kit off, and lots of people went just to watch the bit where she got her kit off. Anyway, that was eyes wide shut, I think. But no, it was a play called The Blue Room. Oh, right. She okay. also got Ooh. her kit off in Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, you can tell when she's really famous because she'll be able to do a play that doesn't involve her displaying her naked body. Now, if you would like to help keep our little show on the road, there are two ways this can be done. You can donate by hitting the donate button on the site or you can sponsor us, if you like, via patreon.com and that would be bloody marvellous. Are we doing Tweet of the Week? Oh, we are. Shall I do that now? Let's do Tweet of the Week. Okay, then. Emily Thomas, 73. We'll put a commemorative kefir in the gardens. (laughs) (laughs) Kefir features heavily this week. Elg Emma One said, Mrs. Bellamy, oh yes, she was whipping her kecks off as she chased some old git up the stairs. <laughs> the word I kex. love the word kecks. I know, oh, I it does it. not get used enough. Let's bring that back. Um, Borked One said, wondering if there's any mileage in crowdfunding to get Emma a life. Oh. Yes, it would be nice. Jojo Sexy Heels just put this one light, it just really made me laugh. I enjoy it when Pat is a silent character. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I guess. I, I think I agree. And this, this is, this deserves possibly the, uh, the, the, the Man Booker Award as well as Tweet of the Week. This is amazing. Gashead AU says, 
we have nothing to kefir but kefir itself. (laughs) (laughs) Very clever and well-deserved tweet of the week there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, remember, to get in contact, you can send us a voice message via SpeakPipe on the website or call 0203. 031-3105 that's 0203 031-3105 to leave a message you can find Dumpty Dum at at Dumpty Dum on the Twitters I can be found at at Naked Fingers and I am at Lucy V Freeman marvellous Christ. is someone coming into land <laughs> I think my daughter is running a bath bearing in mind she's supposed to be cooking dinner it's slightly intriguing that she feels she can do that from the bath but anyway I should go and investigate in a minute. It's quite loud, isn't it? Yes. You get your children to cook meals. I do. Well, they are quite old children. Are they? Okay. Yes. I'm going to say, if if I can get a child to cook me a meal, I I might consider having one. (laughs) Not one of yours, obviously. I wouldn't have it as a (laughs) You're not having one of mine. No. Right, mm. you'd better go and do whatever it is you need to go and do. Oh, yes. I'm I'm going to go out and uh, have a pint of beer uh, and climb a tree. Excellent. And Bye. I am going to not do that. Okay. okay. Right. See you later. Love you. Bye. And you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 